Welcome to the Beautifully Broken Me podcast, a podcast that will inspire you to live an abundantly beautiful life, a life as originally intended by God. In this podcast, I'll be sharing some of the cycles of abuse and narcissistic tendencies so that you'll become more aware of its subtle signs in order not to become her victim. My guest on this show will share some of their personal life stories that's helped them turn their broken situation into a purposeful life. My name is Noble IJ and I'm your host on this show. Hello and welcome to this very incredible episode of the Beautifully Broken Me podcast. And I have this very, very special guest. I have Lauren, like she actually will be sharing some, you know, very incredible story of, you know, how she overcame adversity and how that became a stepping stone. I really want to officially, officially welcome you, Lauren, to the Beautifully Broken Me podcast. Thank you for having me. Nice to be here. Thank you. So we're just really going to, you know, jump right on and we're going to really get started. So the audience will want to meet with you, Lauren. Tell us a little bit about you, you know, the things you're doing, you know, any expertise, any career, any, you know, anything, any fun facts about you. Okay. Um, Yeah. Okay. So I'm Lauren. I'm from Sussex in England. Um, I've already said that. You might want to cut that out. Yeah, don't <laughs> worry. Just say it again. Say um, it again. That's fine. I'll cut that out. Just crack up. Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks. Um, yes, I, I'm. I'm a single mum with two kids. I say they're kids. They're teenagers now. So a girl and a boy. Um, I'm an author, speaker, and coach, and I help people to overcome negative mindsets, limited beliefs, and confidence. I also help people in identifying what their purpose are, and then setting up business and marketing and strategies. So that's basically what I do from the coaching and speaking side of things. So yeah, I'm also an author of Christian-based cognitive behavioral therapy books. So that's kind of intertwined all of that and well that was one of the beginning steps that God took me on so yeah thank you thank you so much for that thank you so much for um introducing yourself and I just really want to kind of like you know have us you know go right on overcoming life's challenges you know um I just really want you to you know tell us a little bit about the story behind how you overcame you know um because the Bible said, <laughs> the Bible said that you know we overcame him by the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. So basically, I know that you know through His help, the help of God, you really overcome certain challenges. And I just want you to kind of like walk us through that process of you know your overcoming. Um. Yeah. Okay. So, do you want me to tell you a bit about my history of how I got to the point of what? I had a whole load of depression and mm-hmm. self-harm. Absolutely. So there's kind of a lead up to that before I overcame it. Okay. If that yes. makes any sense. Absolutely. It kind of needs to be explained together. Um, so, yeah, so I've been fainting since I was 14 years old. Um, 
So for 20 years, I was in and out of hospital having tests done. I would have an episode three to 10 times a day, and this would go on for seasons of months or years, and then it might slow down and then it would start again. So I'm 38 now, so I've still got it. But um, yeah, it came in waves. So because of that, I was unable to do my driving lessons and so 2017 i'd not long been single mom i was working for a christian charity i the kids were good and my relationship with god was good and then i had another bad episode so i'd been so what happened, sorry, just script back a bit. Um, it stopped long enough for me to do my driving lessons finally. So I was so excited to do my driving lessons, pass my driving test and I was driving. And that was all at the same time as I was working and everything else. And yes, as I said, things were good. And then I had another really bad episode and it put me on the cardiology ward in hospital for a week. So from that, the cardiologist told me that I couldn't drive again. Um, I went on sick from work and they asked me to resign as well. And yeah, I basically lost my freedom again. And because I was now a single mum, I didn't have another adult in the house. I I was stuck in my four walls and couldn't go anywhere. And up until yesterday, I haven't left the flat on my own for three years. So, um, yeah, so praise the Lord. (laughs) But um, the point and the answer of your question was, um, so because of all that, I'd had, I'd went through this season of, well, grief. Looking back, I know what it was. I was grieving, I was grieving for my freedom i was grieving because i lost the car or not lose the car i lost my ability to drive it um and just to be the mum that i wanted and felt like i should be i i couldn't do any of that my daughter was my carer she was cooking she was cleaning she was getting me in and out of the shower she was helping me every time i had an episode and whacked my head and looking after the a younger brother who worried about me so um i was a burden <laughs> and i felt like it and i felt useless and hopeless and i felt sorry for myself um and i was like what's my purpose what's the point in all this and i just i just didn't get it and anyway so yeah it i went through um a period of time where I was depressed and was self-harming but yeah now here to the overcoming part um I had some time of that and I'd got to the point where I felt I felt like a zombie I was just like in my own little world because of those feelings and emotions of that negativity so and what does it really feel like all of that what does it really feel like like self-harming like what does it feel like being in that state when you you just feel like harming yourself. Like, what does it feel like? Um, I think it was like, I, I felt desperate 
And looking back now, I can see that I think it was a way that I thought I could be in control because everything else was out of my control. And it was almost like frustration. I wasn't, well, I was frustrated with the situation. I was frustrated with going through this again. I was frustrated with not knowing what it was. Um, Though after that episode, so back in 2017, after 20 odd years, a month later, they did finally give me a diagnosis. But the doctor told me that there wasn't a cure or treatment for it. So that was another reason whilst I was in that whole space of, well, what now? Was was the point? Was I, I, I just finished my degree. I was hoping to be an um, adult social care worker. Um, and yeah, I, I just felt like, what's the point? what is my purpose i'm fed up of feeling like this why 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 it was the whys i think and everything being totally out of my control and i suppose it was the one thing that i was in control of and one thing i I think to be honest i was frustrated with my body i was the way it was behaving it wasn't doing what my mind wanted it to do (laughs) it wasn't doing any of that and i was frustrated with it I was frustrated with God. Um, yeah, I'd, yeah, I was pretty <laughs> fed up. But yeah, so it got to there was a period of time of this, and I just woke up one day and said, "Lord, I'm fed up with feeling like this. I don't want to feel like this anymore." And you know what, Lord, please, I, I said to Him, "Look, to get me out of this." like take me out of this. I didn't know if I wanted to be taken out of the world. I didn't want to kill myself. I wouldn't do that because I had the kids and I, I knew he was real. I mean, I had a relationship with him. So I would never have done that, but I just got to that point of desperation. And I was like, Lord help. I can't do this on my own anymore. Get rid of all this. And anyway, from then there was, yeah, he, well, obviously, he was always there looking back in hindsight, but, but I wasn't looking at him. And he, he just helped me to turn my focus around onto him and off of that negativity and that self-pity and that whole, I'm useless and I've got no purpose. And it wasn't about me anymore. And I didn't want it to be about me anymore. I wanted it to be about him i mean it was and should be about him and i was done trying to take control of something that i couldn't be in control it with so i literally gave up my control and gave it to him i submitted to him was there was there an an encounter you had like was there a moment in your life when you decided that you were tired of living that life that you were living yeah, so I woke up one morning and I was like, you know what, I'm fed up, I'm done. And I think the kids went off to school and I literally just, I was face down in my lounge, flat on my face, lying down. <laughs> Obviously, I know now why I was in that position, but at the time I didn't have a clue, but I was in that position and I was just crying my eyes out. I was literally screaming at God. 
my heart was praying and crying out to him. I was literally just telling him exactly how I felt and asking him to take it all away from me. I, I didn't want to feel like that anymore. And as the weeks went on, I'd realized he was listening and he had answered my prayer. And he reached out to me through friends. And through his voice, I started hearing what he was saying to me. I picked up my Bible again and I started talking to him again and not just talking to him, but listening as well. And yeah, it was a gradual, it was gradual process, but he taught me through his word, through his voice, through going through cognitive behavioral therapy treatment. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I even went on antidepressants for a little while, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. it's, it's at the time I was ashamed, but that's okay. Mm -hmm. That's what I needed at that point. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to hang on to that. Definitely. I wasn't hanging on to that. Mm -hmm. But he provided that for me at that time and well obviously I'm I, well I'm off them now. I wasn't on them for that long, but it helps me at that time and he was yeah, he, he gradually brought me up out of that and it, it's been a journey because he started he a couple of weeks after that he said to me, I want you to start writing. He wanted me to start blogging and I was like he actually I heard blogging and I was like what? I, I didn't I didn't even know what blogging was. <laughs> I had to research it. I had to Google it. I was like, what's this? What are you trying to tell me to do? What is it? Mm -hmm. So I looked at it, researched it. And after two weeks, I, I started. And I, no, actually, before I started, I said to him, I'm not ready for this. I'm still not great. I, I was making progress. I was better than I was. But I didn't feel ready and I told him, he was like, no, I want you to do this now <laughs> because your story is going to help other people. Absolutely. And mm -hmm. that was three years ago last week. No, two weeks ago now, mm -hmm. three years and two weeks. And that was the beginning of this whole journey of him bringing me out of that mm -hmm. place. So no longer am I feeling sorry for myself or I mean, Obviously, I still have this condition. I'm a lot better than I was. Um, but mainly that's come down to my mindset mm -hmm. and my thought processes and how I perceive the world and situations and what my focus is on. Mm -hmm. uh, hence the name of my, my blog. Mm -hmm. um, so this is something I say when I talk sometimes, it's like, what is your mind full of? Are you, is your mind full of the negative mm -hmm. or is it full of Christ? Mm -hmm. We need to be mindful of Christ. The more we fill our mind with him, mm -hmm. the less space there is for all that other stuff. Absolutely. So yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's um, amazing. It's so incredible that, you know, even though you had, you know, gone through all of those things, you were able to, you know, get yourself back up you know, you didn't stay down, you know, you encouraged yourself in the Lord and you, you know, you snatched yourself back, you know, and now you're really kind of like, you know, touching lives and, you know, using your stories, sharing them, you know, you know, helping other people. And that's so, so, so incredible. So I have had a share of a little bit, you know, I've had a share of my that experience, whatever, but I didn't have, I didn't do, there was no self-harm, but if it was depression, if it was anxiety, if it was you know traumatic situations like I have experienced it basically firsthand 
and that's why I can relate with you I can relate with what you're saying you know I can really relate with you and and that's one of the reasons why we're really talking on this show basically you know the beautifully broken me because at some point in my life I was broken and I always say this I was broken for a reason you know I was broken so that my brokenness will be able to help someone else you know because if I had not gone through it I wouldn't have I wouldn't be able to have empathy you know I, I, I would not be able to feel that pain you know feel the pain of anybody who's who's experienced it or who is experiencing it okay and I just say that you know basically I, I, I usually give the illustration of you know brokenness basically in terms of you know when you know when during the communion we always say this a lot that you know when the Bible says that he took the bread right and then he broke the bread and then he gave the bread to his disciples. So there's the the breaking is for a reason because if we have no experience and that season of brokenness, we won't get to the point of really getting to know God better, really getting to know him better, getting to experience him, you know, having that close experience with him because that was one of the reasons why I, you know, where it was at that point that my faith in him grew like, because I had experienced that season of brokenness and I got to know him experientially because he got to a point in my life when I cried out and said, hello, I know you're there. I know you're up there. You got to listen to me right now because I don't really know what to do with myself right now. You know, I don't really know what, how to come out of this situation. And that's why I am, you know, I'm passionate about you know, talking, impacting lives, using my story to help other people using my story to shaping other people using my story to tell people listen don't be ashamed of sharing your story because you came out of it a lot of people must have died in the process so the fact that you came out of it we should be using our time to really kind of like praising god and giving this testimony having this flag you know all over flag of victory right saying god you saved me you know you rescued me you helped me you know that's basically what it is so um i'm just gonna be asking you like you know how can how did this what was your takeaway from your experience how did this help you how did this shape in you how did this make you who you are today yes well it's well the first thing i learned which i've already briefly mentioned is where my focus was and that he wanted me to look, be looking at him and he wants, he, he does, he wants us to give all of us to him. Like I've been a Christian for 16 years, I was a born again Christian 16 years ago and I thought I had a great relationship with him. <laughs> but it was, and I'd given him most of my life, but there were clearly areas which I hadn't. Absolutely. And I obviously didn't fully trust him. Otherwise, I wouldn't actually know. That's not fair because that sounds like I'm saying that if you're in that place that you don't trust God, that's not what I'm saying at all. No way. Um, but my personal relation, my personal experience, that's what it looks. That's what it looked like because. I, I wasn't. <laughs> I just want to clarify. I'm not saying that everyone else has that's that that's not the case for everyone with um, 
depression no way because depression is a thing mm-hmm. it, it it is a thing and it's okay not to be okay mm-hmm. i just want to make that clear mm-hmm. and there's plenty of examples in the bible it's literally probably in most of the books of the bible mm-hmm. that someone's gone through something i mean look at job look at paul it's just jesus mm-hmm. <laughs> they've all experienced that brokenness that pain that those storms that valleys mm-hmm. but psalm 23 tells us that he's with us right there in that valley absolutely and we need to that's what we need to do we need to remember that despite like it's just that image of imagine being in the house so it's like that Matthew story house on the rock you can just imagine being in that house and all the winds are going right around you and it's battering at the windows and things it's, it's stormy isn't it mm-hmm. you'll sit in that house and all this stuff is going on all around you and it's like a situation it can be like metaphorically mm-hmm. of your situation but as long as we're in that house that is built on the rock jesus could be sat on the sofa right next to us mm-hmm. and we can still experience that peace i can just imagine sitting in that house jesus right beside you the fire blazing all mood low light and it's all you're just at 100% peace mm-hmm. and happy but there's a storm going on outside mm-hmm. but that's what i've just gone off on one there i don't it wasn't even but anyway um yeah that's that's what i learned oh wow thank you so much for you know sharing that So I just really want you to kind of like, you know, talk to somebody basically who is who could be in this situation, um, who could be going through like seasons of their life where they are actually self-harming themselves, or you know, where they're just kind of like in that place of depression, you know, because really depression is real. Okay, I'm, I'm just gonna repeat: it's okay not to be okay. Just so you know, you are not alone. It might feel like it. Trust me, I I get that. But you are not alone. Now, whether you reach out to God, or someone that you trust, or if you haven't got anyone around you, then reach out to a local church, mm-hmm. local Bible believing church, and mm-hmm. seek out the elders or the leaders. They will be there for you, whether you think that you. deserve it or are good enough or whatever you're believing in yourself mm-hmm. those are lies that's not the truth god loves you you are strong you are strong through him you are powerful through him mm-hmm. that's as that in timothy you can do all things through him who strengthens you just mm-hmm. hang on to the scriptures meditate on them and just yeah keep your eyes try and focus your eyes retrain your mind onto thinking onto god's word onto him i'm not saying it's easy it's it's not but just yeah make a start reach out reach out to noble me reach out to myself um yeah okay you catch me uh, i don't know if i'm yeah, allowed to is say there, is there any way like the people can reach you 
Um, yeah, through my website, so mindofchrist.net. Mindofchrist.net, um, okay. Yeah, I'm um, across social media, okay. so Facebook, Facebook groups, um, Twitter, Instagram. Okay. But Facebook is I'm most active on. Um, reach out to me there, Mindful of Christ. Um, yeah, please do. I'd be happy to help, happy to listen, happy to pray with you, for you. Okay. Any support? Yeah. Mindfulofchrist.net, guys. You know, you can always connect with Lauren. You can always reach out to her. Um, the handle again is mindfulofchrist.net. Um, that's her website. And that's also her social media page, Mindful of Christ. You know, she would be that listening ear for you. She would be, you know, that person who would want to listen to you, want to hold your hands, want to really encourage you, you know, want to pray for you most importantly. So um, if you need someone to talk to, you know, always reach out for help. Um, you know, just, you know, mindful of Christ, you know, just look it up on social media, you know, on Facebook, mostly, um, any social media platform, basically, you know, she's always there for you. She's such a sweet lady. Okay. <laughs> I just really want to thank you so much for coming on. Like I, I was incredibly blessed, really, you know, thank you. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure to be with you and chat and yeah thank you you appreciate it okay all right take care take care god bless i hope you've been blessed by this episode please be sure to subscribe so that you'll be the first to know when we upload a new episode feel free to also tell a friend if this episode has greatly inspired you you can visit us at thebeautifullybrokenme.com you can also send us an email at thebeautifullybrokenme at gmail.com We are also on social media at thebeautifullybrokenme Thank you for listening. Stay blessed. Be well.